Hi, and welcome to Mind the Millennial Gap. My name is Chris, and I'm an elder millennial. And my name is Jillian, and I'm a younger millennial. And together, we discuss topics from our viewpoints across the different ends of millennialism. And we are so happy to have you here with us. Hey, Jeej. Hey, Chris. Happy New Year. Happy, happy holidays. Happy New Year. 2023, here we are. 2023. Okay, I'm going to tell you, I, I like 2023 already. Like, I'm, let's... Let's circle back to this at the end of 2023, but we were talking about this this morning. I feel like 2023 already has good vibes. Awesome. Remind, we'll put a pin in it. Okay. Remind me because I might forget. Okay. <laughs> um, but I definitely do want to talk about <laughs> what 2023 has in store yeah. and like what, what feels good about it, right? Yeah. So, hey everyone, welcome back. Uh, we took a small break. Appreciate your patience and let us have a break through the holidays, it was quite nice <laughs> to, to step back and enjoy some time and enjoy the holidays the way that we did. So thank you so much. Jeej, over the holidays, what was the most millennial thing oh, that you did? Oh, no, I was... Or happened to you? Like, what was the most millennial thing? Unprepared for this. Um, I think probably how we spent New Year's was the most millennial way. So we did. I've seen TikToks all over the place that are like, hot girls are spending New Year's Eve on their couch. And you know what? We sure did. We spent New Year's Eve on our couch. Um, I am a girl who loves champagne and sparkles very much. But New Year's as going out has kind of, kind of been a letdown as you get older and older. And this year especially was like freezing cold outside. There's nothing I wanted to do more than just like hang out on the couch. So that's what we did. We played some games. We Chris makes delicious queso. <laughs> we ate our weight in queso and had some <laughs> mango wine and because we drank the champagne earlier in the Classy. week. Classy. And brought in the new year. So that was probably the most millennial thing that happened to me over the break. How about you? Ooh. I think I wasn't prepared for my own question that I asked <laughs> you. Um I think what millennials empower more and more is the concept of short-term rentals. Yes. So the Airbnbs, the VRBOs of, of the world. Um, I'm starting to find myself conflicted with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, however, Jillian and I, uh, need just needed to get away, needed a different energy, needed a different like place to be. And so we got away and, uh, stayed in the Airbnb just to, just have a different scenery around us for a handful of days, get a different energy there. It was absolutely wonderful. Um, Producer Ace was with us as well. All of us traveled together. We were in the desert. It was just beautiful outside, and this place had like beautiful windows that you could look out and see the desert behind you and all the cool cactuses and the trees. That was great. It was strange being warm outside. <laughs> yeah. Not hot, but just warm. Yeah. It's like, man, it's been a minute. It has been a minute. All right. So today, everyone, in line with the new year, we're going to talk about things uh, much like 2023. But we're going to talk about it in a couple of different ways. Jillian, what is your stance on New Year's resolutions, New Year's goals, New Year's themes? I've heard it called a handful of things. Like, what, what's your stance on it? Man, if you had asked me a few years ago, my answer would have been completely different. I was like, 
so hardcore about them, like made plans, wrote them all down, committed to them. Um, my family actually had like a, oh, I can't remember what year it was, but it was like a 19 things in 2019. I think it was maybe 20. Oh yeah, it definitely was 2019 now that I think That about is it. an aggressive plan. Yes. And so you wrote down like 19 things that you wanted. And that's like, that's very much how I grew up thinking about resolutions, right? Like you picked out a few things. None of them were like enforced or anything, but, um, it was like seen very, very like this is a great thing to motivate you and get you to go and as like kind of in the last few years so many of my thoughts and ideas and everything have changed resolutions is definitely one of them I still love new year's like so much it's one of my favorite holidays I think it's very cool um that we kind of get an opportunity to almost reset every year and everyone resets at the same time and all your hopes and dreams are right there um but yeah I I think now I take them maybe maybe less um big like I don't sign myself up for huge things you don't try to change your life every single year yeah and instead (laughs) just be like okay like what are some things that I I would like to bring a different energy into next year Mm. or um this is something that like I've noticed I don't have a great habit on so like let's commit to trying to make this a a small habit um yeah I I really love New Year's. I love the ideas of resolutions, of a clean slate, of all of that. How about you, Chris? I've always struggled with the idea of making air quotes resolutions um, for the fact that you can't control a decent amount of what life comes at you yeah. versus what life you want to like control yeah. and participate in. Uh, but much like you, I find myself coming around on the the idea itself, mm-hmm. how it's implemented, I'm still trying to figure out. Um, I don't like too many goals. Yes. Um, it, it makes it feel like a job mm-hmm. for me. I already have one of those that I have to show <laughs> up to. Um, but I think it's, for me, it's maybe what direction do you want to walk in? Yeah. So there's no real finish line and I know a lot of people will get on to me and be like well that's not a goal like those things are measurable believe me I live in a world of measuring outputs and all of that kind of stuff <laughs> but for me and like my practice and how um I see it in in like my evolution of who I am it's let's walk this direction this year right Let, let's yeah. pick a couple things let's let's walk that way and the reason that I have to do it that way is if I don't make any resolutions or goals, I find myself in my habits. Oh yeah. Right. That makes sense. And it's very difficult for me. My habits like give me comfort. Yes. Right. Because it's like, Oh, this works. I know mm-hmm. what's always going to happen. No yeah. big deal. But if I don't have like a direction that I want to take myself and my habits towards, I end up doing the same thing. It's groundhog day for me. <laughs> Maybe there's some different inputs on my day, Mm -hmm. but it's the exact same thing every single day. And that's also not how I want to like live my life. Like I want, I want to live my life until I die. I don't want to participate in it. Yes. Right. Definitely. And that can be different for different people for sure. Like I can see how someone is like, oh, all I crave is this kind of day in day out. I know exactly what to do, but yeah, Mm -hmm. I really like your take on that, Chris. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's quite interesting that I'm circling back very lightly, very loosely, (laughs) 
to say maybe maybe what things can I explore? Yeah. In the year, uh, we were talking to our good friend uh, Soph. Shout out, uh, Soph. Uh, we saw her uh, conveniently during our our small little trip away, and she was actively going through and like looking at her things. I thought she had a very like interesting take on it. Soph is one of the most like organized and how she betters herself people I know and that she um she's like very self-aware and has done a lot of work to become very self-aware yeah and is very focused on like I need to do better in these things and they're not they're 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 great like she has her tenants I think she calls them her pillars that she like stands by yeah it was pillars pillars yeah Mm -hmm. And uh, so things kind of surround that. And it's 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 really cool to watch. Um, she's a joy to have as a friend in so, so, I'm going to cry, so many ways. <laughs> but <laughs> she, like one of those ways is definitely, um, it, it's very cool to see someone so motivated to um, making themselves the best them that they can be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was, it was uh, almost comical. <laughs> so, Soph is... Leans maybe more my direction of uh, logic and <laughs> <Definitely>. analytical. <laughs> yeah. And she asked my opinion on it, and I won't bore everyone with it, but I was like, hmm, when you think about, you know, we went down, like, ratios of the pillars and all sorts of stuff. My apologies, Soph, uh, if if and when you hear this. <laughs> the pillars were great. You shouldn't have asked me the question, generally. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, today, that was a long way getting into, I just... I just really wanted to talk about where in the hell resolutions even come from. Yeah. And maybe how we might practice them Mm -hmm. and how we can uh, encourage people to go find their flavor, their value of it, right? Yeah. And so uh, I'm a quite inquisitive person and I constantly am asking uh, questions to uh, both Jeej and producer Ace, uh, one of our our most famous one that continues to bounce around the walls of the house is what makes a dinosaur a dinosaur. Please if, weigh in with your yes, opinions. Please, uh, <laughs> please message us if you have a concise answer on what makes a dinosaur a dinosaur. And we don't want like a Wikipedia Google answer. Like we want what you think makes a dinosaur. <laughs> exactly. Because at the end of the day, they're mostly just chickens today. Yes. But anyway, that's a, for a completely different podcast series more than likely. That'll take a lot of time to get through. But I'm constantly asking questions. I'm constantly curious about uh, the life that we participate in mm-hmm. and how these things kind of came to be, right? And so I looked up just an article uh, really quick just to get some insight on it. As accurate or inaccurate it is, anyone could go scrutinize it. I'll post the article, but it's actually from the History Channel of all things. We love the History Channel. Right? And so um, a lot of... The New Year's resolution practice actually uh, was derived from uh, civiliz- ancient civilizations and the religion that they participated in. Imagine that. Imagine that. Right. But um, the History Channel article talks about how the ancient Babylonians are the first people to get credit. Oh, interesting. For New Year's resolutions. Do you know much about... I don't know much about the Babylonians. I know nothing about the Babylonians. Um, and that dates back so much farther than I thought it would be. If you had to ask me, I'd be like, 
like maybe the 1800s is when this became right. a thing. So wow. this is approximately 4,000 years ago. Wow. Right? And I think more than likely it, it uh, predates Babylonians, but written records, some things are hard to come by. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, unfortunately, the whoever... Whoever is in control gets to paint the history of what came before right. them and what they left behind them. Yep. And so uh, the Babylonians, if I recall correctly, uh, a hair ruthless and had no problem capturing other people and enslaving them. So in erasing civilizations, uh, what they did. But they had a celebration, believe it or not, um, that was held in the middle of the spring. If you're on Witch Talk, you will, you will hear this, yeah. Right. You will recognize And this, so uh, their year didn't begin in January. It b- began in mid-March when you were planting crops. That was the event of the new year. That makes a lot of sense because kind of how we observe it now is the middle of winter. There's still not very much life going on, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the recircle, like the resurgence of life again. Yeah. It's right during that. that and so... There is a 12-day religious festival known as Akitu, if I said that right, to essentially kick off the new year, the the hopes, the productivity, all of the actions that would lead to, I guess, more than like if it's agrarian harvest at the end, there's still a lot of harvest things that kind of linger in our society. Um, But what was really interesting is... uh, so they essentially were making promises to to their gods. This is this is um, I don't like calling this is non Christian is how I'll say that right. So there was uh, many gods. There wasn't one god in this setting, and so they made promises as forerunners. And if they kept their words, there was reward for keeping your word to the gods as, as far as that went cool. right. And so in that practice, like. You stay in favor of the gods, yeah. do the things that you promise. Mm-hmm. There's good that will come from it there, right? That's really cool. So interesting. Like I said, I think it definitely predates Babylonians, yeah. if I were to guess. But people would have to be writing other languages besides like cuneiform and clay tablets, right? <laughs> Fair. Okay. Um, a second note of all things uh, was uh, the Romans. Interesting. Next major huh. civil lasting civilization. Okay. Well, I say lasting. Major influential like humanity civilization. Okay. I, a lot of these are very uh, colonial, and and yeah. I'm sorry, they colonized. Yeah. In nature, um, they tinkered with the calendar, and they're the ones that are being credited with the January first. And so this <gasps> happened around uh, 46 BC is what's being noted here. Very interesting. Please go on. Oh, okay. I thought you had something <laughs> no. for me there. Um, so January is being is named after their god Janus. Okay. Janus was a two faced god whose spirit inhabited doorways and arches. That the, is so cool. That that's so cool. Very distinct. Yeah. Um, kingdom of gods in some of these ancient societies like one of these days we're gonna have to find who had the like most interesting realm who was over like wheat bread or something like that 
is that the most interesting realm? Because I think this like this <laughs> doorways person, this and doorways. arches and hallways. <laughs> you can see everything. <laughs> but um, apparently, Janus, the two-faced, uh, was a two-faced god who, in spirit, inhabited doorways and arches. January had special significance for Romans, so believing that Janus symbolically looked backwards and forwards, two faces. Makes sense. Um, that they believed that. Janice was the period I'm sorry January was the period that they could look forward and backwards uh as kind of like reflection as as the god itself right Interesting. Yeah. um and so the Romans af- offered sacrifices and made promises of good conduct for the coming year interesting okay was who oh, what did like they get what are your thoughts this? what are your thoughts on that so far First of all, very cool. Still love the Two-Face thing. Second, like, what did they get out of that? What was the purpose? What was their benefit for doing that? I think, I think it was, I think it was like very transactional. Yeah. Right. It was like, Hey, I need a little, need a little good this year. Need a little Mm, luck. Need a little this, need a little of that. Yeah. I promise I'll do all those things for you that conform to however I, you know, I as a person worship this God or plurality of gods. So it's like, if I put in some effort, hey, you guys, this is a pretty transactional relationship. You mind giving me a little bit of goodness back? That's how I see it. How about you? That's very interesting. No, I definitely think like, I think you're onto something there. Okay. Very cool. And lastly, um, early Christians who depending on where you live in this world, uh, early Christians have influenced kind uh, of your day-to-day as a, as a person. I think uh, American Christianity definitely holds you know deep, deep roots in maybe our traditions and our culture. And that's whether you practice or not. It's just a part of uh, the American way. And I think it's that way in other countries. I think it's maybe diminished in other countries too. It just depends on where you're at. Mm-hmm. But for early Christians, the first day of the new year became the traditional occasion of thinking about one's past mistakes, believe that or not, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like almost... Um, like repentancy? Yeah, yeah, restitution. Restitution, that's right? a good word. So thinking about one's past uh, mistakes and resolving to do and be better in the future. Um, man, when I, I, don't, I don't know much about early Christianity, but it's very reflective on your negative it, is. it seems <laughs> yes. is the theme i always get <laughs> and it's like oh i need to you know make penance for for these things and yeah. like some of the self-inflicted pain that exists from very very early christianity yeah. and those types of things is quite I, like mind-boggling to me it is there is like we know about confessionals in the Catholic Church, especially, I would love to see like a celebrational where you got to go in and instead of being like, so I did this and I did this and you get handed out kind of a punishment, I'd like to go in and be like, guess what? I freaking made bread and gave it to my neighbors. And they're like, good job. Minus five Hail Marys for you. Like, you don't have to do five next time. How cool would that be? Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you get to light three candles today. I don't know anything about Catholicism. <laughs> my apologies, everyone. But yeah. What, like what happened that. to, like, celebrating the good? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, John Wesley. John Wesley, somewhat prominent Christian name. Uh, he, he is the founder of uh, the Methodist 
version of Christianity. Wesleyan. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Uh huh. Seeing it in like context. And so he's the first one to actually create a almost like a, a Christian ritual where the other ones were ritualistic in the, the mm-hmm. nature of their religion. Uh, he created a covenant renewal service and most help mostly held on, on new year's Eve or new year's day. Right. Were you covenanting? That's a big word that carries some weight. Yeah. I don't know enough. My apologies. Um, but yeah, <laughs> a lot of it was like recommitting and uh, refocusing moving forward. Right. And so what was interesting is I don't know many people who have a religious tie to their New Year's traditions anymore. And that's what the article noticed, too. That that makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. It's very secular in its practice now. It is very secular or very, like, cultural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yeah, and it's like that? this, it's this last little thread that we still hold on to. And that's what I meant by our, uh, by Christian influence on our American culture. It's yeah. like, I had no clue until I read that New Year's resolutions may be surrounded a religious practice, uh, for the last thousands of years. That's very interesting. I would love to know, are they like promises on like behavior or actions or are they like manifestations? Like, Hey, I'd really like this in the new year and I'm going to like, put my energy towards that like i wouldn't surprise it's the full spectrum the full gambit of that right and however you practice but uh the article went on to say that this is a mostly secular practice now of anyone Mm -hmm. who even like participates in it and closer to half of americans set resolutions where eight percent report that they actually accomplished some of them right yeah and so that's why i always found interesting it's like we go through this practice and i would argue that most people don't make it out of january Mm. i would argue most people don't make it out of the first two or three weeks of january with with those goals and what they are but i do agree maybe not with the practice in its time period but the practice of reflecting and uh, improving or what you've introduced to me, Jeej, is maybe more or less um, putting energy into um, thinking what could be uh, manifesting. I'm still trying to like figure out. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> <laughs> but just that whole, that whole concept of, yeah, I'd like this and it's not too far out of the realm of reality, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I'd like to be you know, uh, as Amazon, I'd like to rival like Jeff Be- Bezos as, as a business mogul in a year. Not saying it can't happen. The probability of that happening within a year is is quite low. And that's why I think I have some troubles yeah. with resolutions. It's like you, <laughs> you guys are shooting for like another universe. You're not even trying mm-hmm. to like stay in the reality yeah. there. And so history of resolutions That's thoughts fascinating. where are you at? christopher that is absolutely fascinating i had no idea it dated back that long or that it was religious in nature and i'm still really into janice this two-faced god um being a january baby and a capricorn i love all of that <laughs> <laughs> incredible um thank you for 
Thank you for the history of that. That's very interesting. And very interesting that like less than half Amer or about half of Americans report making resolutions. I would have thought more. I don't know. America is such a melting pot. I think different cultures come with with different items, right? I think it's yeah. uh the social medias that have taught me about the Latin American traditions of Christmas or New Year's and the mm -hmm. luggage and all of that. I had no clue that existed at all. So I think with America being diverse, that potentially the diversity is what maybe reduces the practice of it. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense. Very yeah. cool. No facts there. No, no facts. nothing. Just Only my gut. Straight thoughts. Right. So when it comes to resolutions yes. when it comes i think let's take that back when it comes to the new year mm -hmm. like how do you how do you wrap up that whole like how do i state this right mid-december is where like if you're if you're an employee um and if you find yourself uh maybe not in retail, maybe not in some of the service industries or things like that, you find that that corporate life starts to spin down a little bit in its speed and what the employee, the employee participation is mid-December-ish, right? Definitely appreciate all those people that work through the holidays. It is tough. Definitely, yes. It is really tough, right? Really people is. work in retail, people work in the service industries, all of those things. But for some of us who are maybe a little bit more corporate setting, I find in my observations that it spins down a little bit, yeah. right? And so in that last two weeks of, of December, like what, what is your practice? How do you approach the new year, Jillian? Because I think this is where you and I are completely different and our evolutions are making us uh, maybe a little similar in some ways and yeah. more different in other ways, right? Very interesting. Yeah, I think I like draw inward a little bit. And I'm like, okay, now it's time for, like, slowness. Now it's time for, like, doing the things that, like, make you happy. It's time to, like, journal and sit with yourself and kind of figure out, um, just, like, talk to yourself a little bit more. And I feel like that's what I love to do the last little bit. That's why our getaway was so nice. We just had, like... I was still working partially for it, um, but it overall, yeah, you're right. Work was very slow, and it just was time to like sit and enjoy and just kind of be, which is so so nice. So often um, in your and mine lives, like we, I feel like we we do a lot, and we are often exhausted by the end of it to the point where we just kind of want to like maybe tune out of ourselves a little bit and so I loved this year having that time to be like okay like let's think let's reflect let's go inward so mm -hmm. I think that's what I do those like last few weeks um how about you I think for me I like looking at all the the I like wrapping up the year in my mind and the lasting things are always positive yeah right I like to go and reflect on on a lot of like the lasting positivity. Yeah. Right. And so, um, I think probably many people that listen to this podcast that were within the circle of friends mm -hmm. for everyone's information, most of these friends were Jillian's and they predated me, right? These are relationships that Jillian had. And when Jillian and I had a relationship, I was introduced to this wonderful group of people. 
but for the, I would say for the most part, I think a lot of people haven't ever been able to see my life and the direction, uh, since we've been in a relationship the last three plus years, I've, Mm -hmm. I'm starting to lose a little bit of track. Right. And so I look back on the things that we did this year and that were, wouldn't have been normal for me in a previous life prior to you. So like, I think of the trips that we went on. I mean, we only went all the way across the world, like truly and literally, I can actually use the word literally all the way across (laughs) the world to go get married on a beach in Australia. It was amazing. Fabulous. Lovely. Um, that just like went to Hamilton this year. So good. Right. Just all of those things. That's what I reflect on. And so that like, it can like warm my soul up a little bit. Right. Yeah. And then I just kind of start thinking the next year, um, I over rotate into my career too often (laughs) and say, what is it that I want? There's a practice I do every year that um someone years ago taught me so thanks thanks steve i know you don't ever listen to this podcast but um a real quick conversation it wasn't a long conversation in an office where uh he taught me about looking at your career annually and then i do mine in december because that's where it lines up for me and it's like are you getting everything that you want from your career if not what are the actions that you need to take in order to get it in that direction again that you want. Is that more education? Is that Mm -hmm. more training? Yeah. Um, Oftentimes it comes down to, is it a different company because that path doesn't exist here? Is it a different um, set of colleagues that actually might buoy you up more and might help you grow and build more? So it's like, what are all the levers that you can take? So like I often look at my, I look at my career often, uh, just where I'm at generally. And then I look at myself and I say, okay, this is a lot like Soph, right? Soph and her pillars. Yes. I don't necessarily have set pillars. I just have things that are like top of mind for me. So it's like health, like what is it health wise? Um, I'm generally healthy, but I'm not like a specimen of health that you would put in a textbook. Right. So it's like, what can I do to improve? Hmm. I should probably take my vitamins, Jeej. That's really what it comes down <laughs> to. Um, mental health. How in the world do I keep this thing going? You know, it crosses my mind. And what are the things I can do there with my mental health as, as a big believer in a couple of things that I'm really trying to like mm, figure out, right? And then it really comes down to what are the things that make me happy? And um, again, my old colleague, Steve, have you ever read the book um, Strengths Finder? No. It is a... Okay. <laughs> Guys, something that you will learn about me right now. Um, I have uh, unhealthily held a grudge against English teachers <laughs> this, long <in> my car- <laughs> this long in my life. Um, I, don't, I don't enjoy reading. The, the act of reading, I don't enjoy it. And so... <laughs> I don't know how I get pulled in <laughs> to all of these pseudo mandatory book clubs on teams that I've been in over my career and reading just fluffy, fluffy business books. Essentially something that could be like wrapped up in five PowerPoint slides is made into a book, 
right? Strengths finder is essentially like, hey, take a small test. We'll identify those things that you have strengths on, and then we'll show you what those things that you don't have strengths on, and then you can choose like how to like proceed and progress, right? And so this happens a lot, and I don't know if that's a function of like places that I've worked or the sector that I work in, but it's like, how do you identify people so that you know how to work with them? It really is what it comes down to. So again, long story short, I really, really, really don't enjoy the act of reading at all. I'll listen to stuff all day. I'll read articles, but like a book, I don't want it. But StrengthsFinders essentially is like, hey, here's these five things. It's like, you can work on this really hard and you could probably move the needle like another percent, right? You can make the strength a little bit stronger mm-hmm. or you can give a little bit of effort and move the needle drastically on one of these things that you're, isn't your strength, Interesting, right? Interesting, yeah. As a concept. And so I, I often think about that and in, in function of my happiness, right? Yeah. Because uh, years ago I made a decision in my life that happiness was going to be the denominator of of my life right and so it's Which like, is really beautiful chris like can we take a <laughs> moment that is that is beautiful depending on how you do the math i can see someone being like well the john R, if your happiness gets bigger i'm not going to go down <laughs> that road because it's boring and that's not who our audience is but um the denominator of my life like i want to be happy that's really really comes down to right and so i sit there and i start to think about oh, what are those things that make me happy is there anything I can do to lean into those things, to solidify them up, to start them up, all sorts of stuff, right? And then I just think about um, freedom as one of those happiness things. So I'm constantly trying to find how uh, the general folks that are in this tiny circle of our home can find a little bit more freedom and independence from the, the day-to-day. And I'm constantly exploring that and trying to figure out what actions will get placed there, right? And so I think everyone has like a different practice, right? Jillian's is very like looking inside and it's, and it's energy and it's so many different things where I'm not close to that kind of stuff, but I still sit there and say, Hey, this is a, it's a pseudo practice. I don't write much down. I, I don't necessarily uh, come back to something that's like posted, but I reflect on it often. Right. And so what, what is your practice? So we said, this is your practice at the end of the year, going in to the next year. Like, what is your practice? How do you sit there and look at it? So and how has it changed from a list of 19 things? Oh my goodness. I should find that list. I think my sister did all 19 Of course things. she did. Yeah, she's, she's she the did. most Capricorn of Capricorns. Like, she's a boss babe. She is a go-getter. She's wonderful. We are completely opposite. Happy um, birthday, Lauren. Happy birthday, Lauren. It's her <laughs> birthday today. Um, yeah. I, I should see if I can find her list. Um, but I think it's changed to more like where I always like kind of pick a not not so much an energy, not so much a theme, but like something that I'm going to focus on in the, the new year or something that I'm particularly grateful for going into the new year and like increasing that like level of gratitude I have for it for the past few years we're talking about it this morning it's been freedom like I've been very grateful to have the freedom for my personal choices now um because I did not for many many years and so ever it's been since like 2019 2020 that every year that is what I go into and this year it changed um I think 
last year was a real it was a, the best year of my life in so many ways like getting married in australia too oh, was so good jillian's 2022 when i it is hers to tell was like the opening line of war and peace <laughs> it was the best of times it was the worst of yeah, times it really was um it was i'm gonna cry again what is happening today <laughs> uh, what phase of my cycle is this um, it was, it was a really personally, really, really, really difficult year in a lot of ways. Um, and I found myself very, very internal to myself. Um, I didn't put a lot of myself out into the world. I didn't put a lot of energy into anything but like existing a lot of days. And, um, I'm so sorry to be so emotional. Um, but kind of this last bit of this year, like, I really felt the energy starting to come back into me and back into my life. Um, and that's something that I really want to keep going in 2023 is like taking all of that time I had to just rest in 2022 and try to recover Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Um, and put that back out into the world and kind of refined that, um, piece of myself that says, yes, to like hanging out with people and says yes to 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 being really active and doing a lot of things and has that energy and everything so um this year my my theme is not so much freedom but it's movement it's like get out there shake it out like let's go you can't can't dance with the devil on your back to float quote one florence and the machine and her machine um, and so, so let's go out and get it. And so that's, that's where it is. And like my resolutions for this year are very small. A lot of them are kind of internal. It's like, how do I protect my boundaries a little bit better so I can like preserve my mental health? How do I, um, how do I kind of change the tone of some relationships, um, to make sure that like peace is able to exist, um, while still protecting my boundaries? But some of them are things like, I need to, like, be better about washing my face before I go to bed. <laughs> Isn't that funny how it's just like, I just need to take my vitamins. This is not a hard thing. Why is it I can't come around to yeah. that? Washing my face. It's a five-minute practice or less, right? <laughs> exactly. It'll pay off dividends in the future. Like, why can't I do it? <laughs> so, Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I'm doing, and I have a couple like I I think I do this every single year where I make some like running goal for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, running has always been a big part of my life, and in the last year, it's just been almost gone. Um, and so I'm starting with a very very small easy running goal for this year, and that's something that excites me, right? Like. Yeah let's let's get back to some of the things yeah that are maybe my my pillars are nowhere near as graceful and beautiful as soaps but maybe running is one of them so i want to do this to make sure that um this is an inclusive conversation i know there are people out there that are not in a position mentally physically life-wise to make goals right um Maybe life is heavy right now. Um, Maybe you feel very, very small. I've been, I can empathize with you. I've been in that place where just 
the act of surviving in your own life every single day is all the energy that you have. Is and it? so by no means do I want to put any more in, in any of those folks, uh, proverbial wheelbarrow. Yeah. I don't want you to have to carry any of this. This is just a general conversation. I understand. I see you. I know. I get it. When you can come up for air, when you find yourself a little bit more steady, just keep figuring out how to put like the next foot in front of the other, right? Because it 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 does. You don't. You go through it. Yeah. You eventually come out the other side of it. Doesn't mean you don't enter into another thing, <laughs> but you do come out the other side. And so when that time does come, have a look inward again. Look at what you accomplished. Celebrate yourself, and then move forward. Right. If your goal is to make it to 2024, that is an admirable and beautiful goal. We are very proud of you. And yeah, it's a hard thing. Okay. Jillian's a a little bit, um, what is the the church? Oh, I'm going to show my age. Uh, Church lady on SNL, a little bit of the older cast. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Every once in a while. This this is pop culture for you. You can go look it up. Mike Myers had a character called the Church Lady, and she was a little Shrek. bit um, yes, yeah, Shrek, Shrek, okay. Shrek, Shrek himself or herself, okay. uh, themselves. Yeah, the the character was quite funny. Every once in a while, the the Church Lady would by herself, not talking to anyone, just talking by herself, get herself a little bit emotional, a little bit uh, just crying. Need need a pause. And she would always say, oh, I'm getting a bit verklempt. Talk amongst yourselves. (laughs) But anyway, so we put a pin in why 2023 is feeling good in its second day. Jillian, help us us understand what 2023 has to offer. Man, I feel like 2023 is just, it's going to be great. I think, first of all, all of our digits add up to a seven, which feels lucky to me. Lucky number seven. That's great. <laughs> um, I just think it's it's a beautiful year. We've, I think, collectively have gone through it. Like, starting 2020, kind of everyone's had to adjust to a very different life. Um, I think we're still seeing repercussions of it. We're definitely not outside of any pandemic. We are seeing just social repercussions continuing. Like, so many things are going on still. Um, but I think 2023, like, I don't know. I have a lot of hope for it. I don't have anything other to say than it just feels good. So let's, let's lean into this feeling good of it. Let's, let's tell it it's feeling good until maybe we placebo affect ourselves into it being really good. There you go. It's just all, it's all just, uh, sugar capsules. Man, if it works, it works. Absolutely. So before, before we stop. I need to say this. Jillian and I started talking into two microphones about June of, of last year without any direction, without much forethought into what in the world we were doing. Uh, we just felt pulled into this idea to talk on microphones to each other and to kind of just share our experiences, our thoughts, uh, things that make us tick, things that we found like interesting because we were being curious about items and things like that. And I say this too often on here. I never, ever expected this 
to get to where it is now. And we really haven't accomplished like too much in the grand scheme of like podcasts. There's no way we're we're not like a bar stool. We're not Joe Rogan. We're not the View. We're not some of these big. I probably said way too many off brands for our audience. Sorry about that, everyone. I didn't know the View had a podcast. I don't know podcast, but like where people come to listen to people talk. I yeah. guess generally okay. is what I meant by all of that. Um, but in this last year, in 2022, Jill and I put out what six months of posting an episode every week for the most part. Ish, yeah. We couldn't be happier with the people that show up to listen and support. Thank we couldn't you. be happier with these people, these people that we don't know personally yeah. in our own lives showing up and, and supporting and messaging and listening. Um, I thought we were just going to have just some, some, um, I guess take up some memory on a cloud somewhere and just have an archive of us talking with not much people listening or participating is what I thought our outcome was going to be. And so we really appreciate everyone. Thank it's you. Been amazing. Thank you to our audience. Thank you to those who like tell people we see. We've been seeing our our audience count in Australia. Like keep on just increasing. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So thank you to those down there that have met and changed our lives and that. Um, are spreading the word and a huge we could not we could not do this podcast without producer ace yeah um, yeah so yeah. thank you producer Big ace shout out to <laughs> producer ace it's great to have him around it's he, yeah it's it's just the best we could we couldn't do it without him um thanks for keeping us going for doing sound checks every week for making sure we post for for your friends being helpful just the most helpful when we run into issues um we're very lucky. Thank you to yeah. to everyone. I'd love to like tease something and be like, hey, everyone, big things are coming. Big <laughs> plans I can't tell you about. I don't have any plans. I know. I don't have any big things. All I can tell you is that we're just going to keep posting every week. <laughs> <laughs> and if anything changes, we'll be sure to let anyone know. But I think oh. from from Jillian and myself, the biggest gratitude and thanks and please continue if, if you find this valuable please continue to share it like it do all the things on the socials if you don't mind it definitely helps us out so we can find more people to uh include in our community and and what we do every single week there definitely definitely chris it's been a joy to do this with you um i love you let's do 2023 <laughs> i love you too Gigi. <laughs> Everyone, thank you for joining. Happiest of holidays of your 2022. Happiest of New Year as you start your 2023. And we'll get back to you next week. We definitely will. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.